You may be asking, is this the right job for me? Is this the right man for me? Is this the right school for me? We have to make many life-changing decisions in our early 20s, and this is the guide for you. Whether you say yes or no too quickly, or you're an overthinker like me, here are six steps I've discovered that help make a wise and peaceful decision when the pressure is on. You're listening to Living Created with Ashley Joe, a lifestyle podcast to encourage and equip girls to live the extraordinary lives God created for them. Let's discover what we were created for together. Here is your host, Ashley Joe. Hey friends, this week I wanted to talk about something that is not very fun, at least I don't think it's fun, and that is decision making. I am not a huge decision maker, not a fan. When I'm alone, it's not a big deal, but when I'm with other people, I hate it if they ask me what restaurant I want to go to, what I want to eat, or what I want to do. Literally, it's like my least least favorite thing to do ever because I always get stressed about it and I'm like, "Uh, what do I do? I don't know." And then I'm thinking about what they want to do, and if they're not voicing what they want to do, then I get stressed out more. So, That is my perspective on decision making, but I'm talking in this episode a little bit more about bigger decisions of life, like what school you want to go to, or what job's next for you, or is God calling you to do this, dot, 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 and I wanted to share some tips I've learned to make decisions a little bit simpler and just make it in a six-step process so that you can feel challenged and equipped to make those big decisions in life. And I have some experience with this. I am 22, which is not very old, but I chose a school and I've chosen to do things and I've made decisions as we all have. We all make a million decisions in a day, but I just wanted to share a few tips to do it well because I feel like sometimes we can rush into things and just end up in situations that were avoidable. And so I want to share a few tips that I've learned along the way. There's a lot of different kinds of decisions we have to make. Some are bigger than others and some are a lot more clear than others. I know like this is my college story. So I dreamt of going to this school that's in North Georgia. It was exactly where I wanted to go, but I was homeschooled in high school, which made the process a little bit more complicated. And I didn't get in for the year or the semester I was trying to get in for because I graduated early too. So it kind of made it a little bit more complicated. And then we moved to Vegas. So my family and I moved. It made it a lot more complicated than I had no idea where I wanted to go. Um, but what happened was my grandmother called me, one of my mom's friends called me, and I saw a commercial for Grand Canyon University, which is a school in Phoenix, Arizona, which was only four hours from Vegas where my parents lived. And so at the time it was like, oh, that's like cool. I'll look into it. And I thought it was really expensive because of -of out-of-state tuition. And I researched it and they don't have out-of-state tuition. And then I looked into it a little bit more, but I just really wasn't sure about it. And then it kept coming out on repeat. It was like, all right, Lord, obviously it's from you because I've heard it so many times. There's no way this is natural. So I saw a ton of commercials and I did more research. And then my mom and I, when we were moving out to Vegas, we drove out twice. We drove out once to try to find a house with my dad's car. And then the second time my mom and I had a U-Haul behind my car 
And then there was a huge truck that somebody else was driving with all of our stuff in it. And so on our route to go to Vegas from Georgia, I routed it south so that we flew through Phoenix. And so I scheduled a appointment to go do a tour of the school and I fell in love with it. And then I was like, okay, this is the place for me. So I ended up applying literally like two months before school started, which was really cutting it close and I don't recommend, but God provided and I got accepted and I got placed in a good dorm and I got scholarships. And so it was all awesome because what I had decided was not what God's best was for me and he changed everything and he really made a way for me to go to the school that he wanted me to go to. And so I loved GCU. Like it was such a good time in my life. There were so many awesome friends that I still am so close to and I just loved it. And so I'm so, so grateful God changed my plans and made his known. Um, but sometimes, and let's say most of the time, it is not that clear. Like it was clear, a clear closed door, and then it was a clear open door. And so most of the time we don't get that luxury of having a clear answer. And a lot of times when we're asking God, he's not always super clear about it because at least from my experience, he doesn't really give us the map of our lives because then in that situation, we don't have to have faith. And having faith is what we should constantly be building and focusing on because God's going to provide. That's it. That's the truth. Um, And so I just want to share a few tips that I've learned about making big decisions when it feels like there is no direction from God. So this is kind of the flow I go through. I want you to know there's not always a right answer. Like there really isn't. For me, that's what's really hard. The perfectionist in me is like, no, I want to do the right thing every time. And it's like, no, it's not always so clear cut. Sometimes there's more than one right answer, but I'll put the pressure on myself to figure it out. Or sometimes you can be asking God for clarity and he just won't give it, but sometimes it comes in ways that you're not expecting and it's just a process to make a decision. So let's start with the flow that I often go through for making a decision. And the first question I always ask is, is this God honoring? Does it line up with scripture? And is the spirit's convictions confirming whatever it is? So Let's look at decisions. Let's look at schools. So you could be looking at more than one school. One could be Christian. One could be non-Christian. But they're all an opportunity for you to trust and grow in your relationship with God. And there's not anything inherently wrong with any of your choices. Like all your choices of schools can lead to opportunities for you to honor God and to choose him and just to grow with him. And so it's not always clear. But if you're looking at a decisions like if you're looking at multiple options and one is clearly against scripture like it would put you in a really compromising situation or it would be unwise those kind of things that's what I want you to be looking at if it feels wrong if you're feeling like the Holy Spirit is convicting you that there's something a little off I just want to challenge you to dive into scripture about it because God lays down his truth, but a lot of us don't take the time to look it up. So that's always my first step. Is this God honoring? And my second step is before I start asking people, before I really dive into what I'm feeling, I seek God's face first. So in every situation, and I don't mean, I mean literally in every situation and every day and all the decisions we can make, you can invite God into the process because it is so much cooler with him. Let me tell you, so much cooler. If you take that first 
step and turn to God and say, hey, what do you want me to do? I'm seeking to honor you in this situation. I'm not sure what direction you want me to take, but I really want to seek you first. You will literally see everything else kind of flow from that. That first decision to say, hey, God, it's in your hands is the best place you can start because literally, I promise it will flow from there and God will be in control the whole time unless you take it from his hands, which I do all the time. It's okay. You can give it back to him. Um, So that's the second step is to seek his face. The third step is to be open to what God is doing. And you, this is really important. If you are holding tightly to something, even though it may be God honoring, like I, I've literally, I have a good story and I think I'm going to do another podcast episode on it. But when I was in college, I didn't get a position that I was perfect for, but it was because it wasn't my right season. And then I got it the next year and I realized, oh my gosh, I was not ready. So sometimes God is telling us to wait for something that is good or whatever we're looking at could be a good option, but God knows it's not best for us right now. So if you're open to a yes or a no from God, it's going to be a lot more easy to see that answer. And you need to be looking for guidance, not signs. And the reason I say this is because a lot of the time we want God to be very clear in our in his directing us and he promises to guide us but signs and asking God to give us signs or saying like hey if this happens then I'll do this like that's not very good and you're really testing God when you shouldn't be um, and so I think it's more important to be looking for guidance and guidance can come in so many different ways just be aware of that try not to ask for signs or to be looking for signs like repeatedness like that kind of stuff is okay but what I'm just saying is signs in asking God for like if this happens then that's what I mean specifically um, so just be really open to what God is doing and be looking for his direction the next step is to get input from others and be very 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 particular about who you get input from because if you're asking someone who is not walking with God, who is not living a life that you want, is not healthy in any way, then you're probably going to get an answer that it does not line up with the healthiest choice for you versus someone who is in a good godly relationship, who is in his, like, in his presence every day, who is growing with God, who is, like, committed in those ways. They're going to give you healthier wisdom for you specifically. So, be very particular about who you ask and how you ask and just get input from others. I know I always turn to my mom. I've had a few like spiritual mentors over the years, like group leaders, and I love hearing from different people, just different perspectives on things. It will teach you so much about them and it'll also teach you about yourself. And there is so much to learn in this world from just life in general. So get input from others. And then step number five is look at it like there is no right or wrong answer. If you have gotten to this stage, if you have made it to step number five and you still don't feel like there is a clear guidance, that is okay. It is literally okay. There might not be a right or wrong answer. And I've literally... I keep using the word literally. I don't use this word very often, but I guess I'm feeling very passionate today. Um, But if you look at it, I recently was in a situation where I had a 
to make a quick decision, but I was stressing about it because God wasn't clearly giving me a guidance. Like I, I didn't know what to do, but both options were good. I finally got to the decision to say, okay, if there is no right or wrong answer, what would I do? And then I made the decision that was best for me based on my circumstances, but I also still had my hands open and I was open to what God was doing and how he was guiding me. But I finally made a decision because I treated it like there was no right or wrong decision. Sometimes you just get to that point and God wants you to make a decision. Even if it's not exactly what he wants, he will guide you as you go along. It's like saying um, the whole bike riding analogy. Like it's easier to steer the bike when you're moving than it is to steer it while you're standing. Because when you're just standing and you haven't started biking, you're not going to go anywhere. And you want to go places, friend. (laughs) So next step final step is to just make a decision and expect God's guidance because like I just said after you make a decision you start making taking steps forward especially in big decisions because you know that's not going to be just one step it'll be a ton of steps of faith and of action and of different kinds of things but if you make the decision and then you expect God to guide you through you will see him guide you and it will become a lot less like a oh my gosh the weight of the world is on my shoulders with this decision and God will guide you and it's such a cool experience to just rely on him and grow in your faith and then to see what he does because he is such a good God he's a good friend and a good father and he is guiding you loving you as you are as you seek him so those are my six steps to making a decision I know decision making is no fun but I trust you will take something away from this and just go make decisions, good, wise decisions in your life. And I pray they helped you. Let me know if they did. Please go follow me on Created Mag Instagram. And I'd love to interact with you. So send me a little message that tells me what decision you're making right now. And I will pray for you. And I'm so excited about what God's going to do in your life. So let's go make decisions and be healthy humans, friends. I will see you in next episode.